Um, but yeah, I just want to take us on a journey. Um, this morning, I want to talk about faith. I want to talk about Jesus. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's all about Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, um, we um, just reflected, remembered on everything that Jesus has done for us. It was um, Easter weekend, and we focused on the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And ultimately, our faith stands today because of Jesus conquering death. Jesus conquered the grave. Jesus is alive today. That's why our faith stands today. And um, it ultimately, all, ultimately all stands on that. And we believe in Jesus. We look to him. And I just want to share a few things about him today. Um, let me just hand over to Maddie right now, who's just going to give our reading for, de- uh, for today. When Jesus, a few days later, after um, he's been put to death on the cross, he appears to his disciples. Listen to this reading. Today's reading is from John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. Jesus appears to his disciples. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Jesus appears to Thomas. Now Thomas, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Great. Thank you, Madeline. A few days after Jesus has been put to death and he's now resurrected from the grave, he, he appears to his close friends the people that have journeyed closely with him over the past few years in his ministry. And yet, he appears to the disciples and he appears to Thomas. And Thomas has been, unfortunately, given this nickname, Doubting Thomas. And I really feel for Thomas because 
He wasn't the only one who doubted. If we look into the, into the Gospels, the, the, the disciples, they, they also didn't believe either. They didn't believe that Jesus was alive. If we look in the Gospel of Luke, it is Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, who tell the disciples of the risen Savior. And the disciples did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. That's what it said. And this, of course, all changed when Jesus came and stood among them in the locked house, saying, peace be with you. And we don't know why Thomas was not with them the first time. But maybe he was going through a tough time. Maybe he just wanted to be alone. Maybe he didn't want to see anybody or hear from anyone at all. After all, he has just witnessed his close friend, his Lord, be put to death on the cross. He might have felt like he's let Jesus down. He, he did abandon him, along with the other disciples, when Jesus was arrested. How would we respond in these circumstances? We all respond differently to traumatic experiences, to grief. We, it's all, we all go through it very differently. Some people want to be alone. Some need to be with people. There's no right or wrong way about it. But when you look into this passage, with Thomas withdrawing himself maybe from his disciples the first time, meant that he missed it. He missed that encounter with Jesus. But his journey did not stop there. And even when the disciples come and say these very words, we have seen the Lord, Thomas still didn't have any of it. He just couldn't believe. His sorrow may have became, become greater than his faith in who Jesus was. But his journey did not stop there. See, our journey in life, we can have, go through pain. We can go through confusion, frustration. We can go through fear. And that sometimes may look greater than our faith. And I want to say that's okay. We're human. We're going to go through that. We're going to have moments of doubt. We're going to have questions that we go through. But I want to encourage you this morning that you don't need to stop at the question. You don't need to stop at the doubt because we can still have an amazing, wonderful encounter with the risen Savior, Jesus Christ, as we explore, as we seek him, as we ask the questions, as we explore further. We can still have an encounter with the risen Savior. I want to talk to you this morning about the journey of faith. See, the Apostle Paul says these well-known words in 2 Corinthians 5, we live by faith and not by sight. That's hard, isn't it? It's hard at times to lead a life based on these words when all you can see is hurt, when all you're going through is hurt. You feel broken, you feel lost, confused. When your world's being turned upside down, how can we respond? See, Thomas had seen Jesus do many miracles. He would have seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead. But the possibility of Jesus being raised to life himself had escaped him. The last time he saw Jesus would have been the image of him being put to death on the cross. Maybe all of the teachings over the past three years of him journeying alongside Jesus had escaped him. Because at the forefront of his mind, he's seen death. He's seen pain. He's seen brokenness. He's living in fear. See, it can be difficult to hold on to the promises of God 
when you're holding on to confusion, fear, or pain. It is hard to lead a life of faith in God when for us today, we can't physically see him. But Jesus says these words in this scripture that we just read out. Blessed are those. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. I want to encourage you this morning that you can walk in a blessed life when you choose to lead a life of faith in Jesus Christ. You can start on your journey of faith right now today. You can build on your journey of faith right now today. But how can we do that? Well, we can actually find some key lessons from the one known as Doubting Thomas. First thing I want to say to us this morning is this, very simply. Speak about what you're going through. Talk about it. Vocalize it. Thomas said... Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. Thomas was an honest man. He spoke of the reality he was going through. He vocalized his doubts. Even when he didn't understand things, he wasn't afraid to speak about it. And just maybe it is vocalizing these questions and doubts where we then begin to find powerful revelation of who Jesus is. We begin to find significant breakthroughs. Don't be silent. Speak it out. Speak out your doubts. Speak out your questions. Talk about it. But you might be thinking, well, I don't don't really know who I can talk to about it. I'd encourage you to speak about it to other believers other followers. That's what Thomas did. He had a good relationship with the other disciples to be real with them. We want Derby City Church to be a community, a place where we can be real with one another. That's why we have life groups online in the week where we can talk about life, talk about faith, talk about what we're going through. Speak it out to other believers. Speak it out to Jesus. That's what Thomas did. If we look early in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, Jesus is talking about what is to come. He's comforting his disciples, saying, I'm going to my father's house to prepare a place for them. It was another one of those times where Jesus was talking, but the disciples didn't really know what he was on about. And um, that happened a lot, I think. Um, And Thomas was the one who vocalized the questions saying, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how do we know the way? He asked that question. It was that question which led Jesus to reveal one of his significant statements of who he was. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Thomas spoke. He spoke up. And Jesus revealed who he was. You can ask God the question, speak it out, be honest with him, because you never know how much that question could impact you. Speak about your doubts because you never know how much your doubt could change you. It was these honest words from Thomas, unless I see the nail marks and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. It was these very words which still led him to a powerful and marvelous encounter with Jesus. We can criticize Thomas. It can be easy to do that, but it was being real. He was speaking about what he was going through. 
And yet he still, it was still all part of his journey to meet with Jesus. He was being real. He spoke his questions. He spoke of his doubts. He was wanting to find the answer for himself. He was well known as a doubter, but his doubts had a purpose. The journey of faith requires us to talk. It requires us to be real. And the journey of faith will lead to more questions. It will lead to more doubts. And we don't have all the answers. That's what faith is about. We don't have it all. But we have our hope and we put our trust in someone far greater. Someone who knows more than than what we do. And if you do have the big questions, I would encourage you to direct them to Pastor Andy. That's what he's here for. (laughs) Um, But the truth is we'll never know it all. There's certain things that God has revealed to us which makes faith possible today. Jesus being revealed to to us here on earth, one key, key thing. God has kept things secret. We don't know why. We'll never fully know it all, but what we can do is continue to be real, just like Thomas. Be honest with ourselves and with one another. Speak it out to God. Speak the reality you find yourselves in to other believers and continue to explore further, more and more. Believe right now you can meet with Jesus where whatever you are going through. See, Jesus spoke these words, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. In a way, Thomas did ask. Unless I see. Unless I see the nail marks in his hands. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep on knocking on the door. Speak it out. Speak the reality you are going through. And meet with Jesus. Because Jesus does not reject you. Jesus does not turn away from you. Keep seeking him. It's all part of the journey of faith. You can speak about what you are going through. Talk about it to your closest friends, to, your, to those who follow Jesus, to those who believe him. That's what community is all about. That's what the church is all about. It's to, a place to be real with one another. Which leads me to my next point. Speak it out. Speak about what you're going through. Second, I want to say this. Join in community. It says a week later, his disciples were in the house again. And Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. This time, Thomas was with them. See, I wonder what that week would have looked like for Thomas because it's like eight days later until Jesus purposely revealed himself to Thomas. So Thomas is just stuck in this place of like, His close friends, the other disciples, have seen the Lord, but he hasn't seen the Lord. I wonder what he's going through that week. I wonder what his mind's like. Thinking, nah, he's not not alive, surely not. But he's seeing his disciples, the other disciples' close friends, being filled with joy. Talking about it. I wonder what's going through Thomas then. I wonder if he is alive. There might be a possibility he is alive. What I might do is just stick around. 
I'll stay close to the other disciples and see if he appears again. I want to find out. I want to know. Thomas wanted to find out for himself. Just a slight possibility, maybe, that Jesus could be alive. So why was he with the disciples in the room this time? Maybe he just wanted to find out. See, it's better to go through the journey together than to go through the journey alone. Joining community. Join with other close friends. See, you might sometimes feel like you're the odd one out. You don't quite fit in. I'm not as holy as that person. That person prays better than I do. They read the Bible more than I do. I'm not sure about church. I don't think it's for me. The church... The community of believers is not meant to be a place of judgment or comparison. It is a place of togetherness. It is a place of unity. The disciples didn't really criticize Thomas for not believing. They still welcomed him. They joined together in community. We can all be in different places on our faith, but let's just join together and be together and explore together. It's all about being together. And Thomas did find his answer. Jesus is alive. He spoke about the reality he was going through. He joined in community with other believers. And Jesus came and stood right in front of him. Because Thomas didn't withdraw himself further away. He stayed in community. He stayed with, his other, with the other disciples. And in the message translation, it says, as Jesus stood among them, he then focused his attention on Thomas. He then focused his attention on Thomas. See, Jesus knows you. He knows that you have doubts. He knows that you'll have questions. He knows that we won't understand it all. He knows that we get it wrong, and yet he chooses to come and meet with us. That is the amazing grace and the amazing love of Jesus Christ. He chooses to meet with us even when we have moments of doubt, even when we have moments of unbelief. He still comes and breaks through the locked doors and stands right there and saying, I am here, I am alive, I am real, and I am with you. But the challenge for us is creating that environment for him to meet with us. See, if we're going to create an environment of stubbornness, of saying, no, I do not believe, no chance, I'm walking away from this, then that is going to be really difficult for Jesus to meet with you. But if we have a heart of being open to the possibility of like Jesus is alive, of the possibility of Jesus is with me, and exploring more, you'll be surprised at how amazing Jesus can meet with you. Speak about your questions. Don't stop at the question. Don't stop at the doubts. Keep exploring more. Joining community. Journey together. That's what the journey of faith involves. Create the environment by joining in community with other believers. Let me close with this final point today. The journey of faith means that you will find a greater revelation of who Jesus is. It involves us to speak about what we are going through. It involves us to join in community, but it will lead to a greater revelation of who Jesus is.
Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Thomas declared who Jesus really was. He was his Lord. He was his Savior. And he was his God. What a revelation Thomas had. It was the ultimate statement of faith. And Thomas was in fact the only disciple who directly addressed Jesus as God. See, the questions and doubts from Thomas led to faith because he expressed them honestly and looked for answers and he found more than what he was looking for. Not only finding Jesus being alive, but recognizing Jesus as God. See, faith in God is found in the person of Jesus Christ. Look at Jesus and find how magnificent he is. He is supreme. He is divine. He's your creator. He's your father. As the writer of Hebrews says, he is the pioneer and perfecter of faith. We can choose to lead a life of faith by simply focusing on Jesus. Pete Gregg, who leads the 24-7 movement, said these words uh, in his book, How to Pray. It is his job to perfect your imperfect faith. Yours is just to stay focused on him. He goes on to say how Hudson Taylor, the great apostle to China, said that the issue is not greater faith, but faith in a great God. Pete said he was, he was right. Don't focus on faith. Focus on God. See, let us together focus on God by looking at the person of Jesus and see our faith grow deeper in him. As Jesus focused his attention on Thomas, Thomas focused on Jesus and was filled in awe and wonder of who he is. Jesus is the God of your life. For us today, we have not physically seen him, but we can still believe. We can have faith and have a wonderful encounter with him. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Choose to lead a life of faith by deciding to journey with Jesus. Where can you find him? You can find him in the Bible. You can find him in your heart. And because Jesus wanted to be with us at all times, he is with us through his spirit, the Holy Spirit. You can talk to him. You, he can be as real to you as, as he was standing in front of Thomas. That's how powerful God is. You can meet with him right now today. See, Thomas may have been mourning, grieving in fear, being, being alone, but he stayed around. He expressed what he was going through. He joined in community and he saw his Lord, his Savior and his God. What a revelation that was. You can be real today. You can speak about what you're going through. But I want to encourage you to not stop at the doubts you have. Don't stop at the questions you have. Explore further. That's why we're talking about Alpha, a place to explore more about the Christian faith. Church is a place where we join together, where we journey through life together, where we journey through faith together, joining community. Stay with us. Don't withdraw. 
and you will see and you will find a greater revelation of who Jesus is. He died for you. He rose again. The Savior of the world. He's not only alive today. He is alive and he is your God today. That is the truth. That is the faith. That is the journey of faith that we stand on. I'm going to ask the band to come up. I just want to close with this amazing psalm. Psalm 42. It's amazing words of an honest prayer. It says this. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While men say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go with the multitude leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of the Hermon from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer a mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My Savior and my God. You can put your hope in him today. This is what Thomas went through. Went through lots of emotions. Went on a journey. He stayed around. He wanted to find out for himself. And he found his Savior. And he found his God. Find a greater revelation this morning. Just take a moment right now in your homes. And I just want to invite Jesus to come and meet with you. You might have questions. You might have doubts. Don't stop there. Don't stop there. Keep exploring. And I say, Jesus, come right now and meet with your people. Holy Spirit, come and fall afresh in every single home that is streaming in this morning. Our hearts are open to you. We don't know it all, but we put our hope and we put our trust in you.
Our faith is in you. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Jesus Christ, our God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and meet with these amazing people streaming in this morning, exploring more about who you are. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love, your amazing grace. Thank you that you have called us, you have chosen us. Thank you that you know us by name. Thank you that you created us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made by you. We get rid of all the distractions this morning. We put aside everything that we are going through and we just focus on you, Jesus. Our Lord and our God. Maybe you're streaming in this morning. First time, maybe. Or you just want to know more about what church is. Just maybe just putting it on the screen at home with nobody else watching. It's just you. I want you to know this morning that there is a God that loves you so much. There's a God that knows you, that knows your heart, that knows every single detail about you, that knows everything that you are going through. He loves you. That's why Jesus came to be the sacrifice. He died on the cross for you to take away all of our wrong, to take away all our sin. Because we have done wrong. We have turned away from God. We've been separate from him. But Jesus was, came to be the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So that we can today have a relationship with him. We can have forgiveness today because of what Jesus has done. And all you need to do is right now in your home is just say, God, I don't get it. I don't know it all. But I'm here and my heart is open to you. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. Forgive me. I want to follow you. Just simple words. Meet with Jesus today. And find a greater revelation of who he is.